Well, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Healthy Mom, Happy Home podcast, where we believe that when moms are healthy and happy, the entire home thrives. I'm Jenna, your host, functional nutritional therapy practitioner, and fellow mom on a mission to empower, inspire, and uplift you on your wellness journey. Okay, so it is pumpkin spice season here. It is that time of year where we're getting all nestled into our warm homes as the cold weather arrives. This is my absolute favorite time of year. I love snuggling up with a warm blanket and a cup of tea in the evenings or sitting outside on a cool night with a fire going, which I'm doing tonight actually. Um, And I also love all of the scents of this time of year, the spices, pumpkin, everything, the glow of a candle in a background, in the background, but Um, We do have to be careful, and we're going to talk about this during the episode today, we do have to be careful where those scents are coming from. So we have our artificially uh, fall-scented candles and plug-ins. This time of year, the windows tend to stay shut instead of letting fresh air in because it's getting cold. Um, And this really is just a recipe for disaster. Indoor air pollution is a real thing, and it's important to your own health and the health of those living in your house that you do the best you can to mitigate the harmful effects of chemicals inside your home. So um, in this episode, we're actually going to dive into the impact of toxins in the home and on our health. So we're going to identify um, some some of the more common household toxins, and then we'll talk about how to create a non-toxic home and some practical tips and changes that you can make today in your own home. Now, we um, we don't have enough time to go through all of the potentially um, toxic toxic chemicals and toxic substances that you might have in your house, but we're just, I'm just going to go through some of the more um, some of the more familiar, some of the more common ones. So. I still remember when I started learning about all of this and I, I was the queen of Bath and Body Works. I had a different scent for each, each season, um, for each season of life. I think I had a different scent, um, everything from air fresheners and cleaning products to what I was putting on my body. Um, well, and, and actually in my body for that matter too. I did love me. I was a sucker for the, a good old like pumpkin spice creamer, um, and just a side note, did you know that Americans spend Five hundred million dollars a year, five hundred million dollars a year on pumpkin spice scented or flavored products. That is insane to me. But anyway, I digress. Um, so it wasn't really until we started changing our diet um, and being mindful of the food that we were putting into our bodies that I started learning about the chemicals and the harmful substance, substances that are in all of these other products. So slowly as we started changing our diet and the products that we use throughout the house, that's when we started to see our health change as well. So my husband's autoimmune disease became more and more manageable um, and my thyroid cancer stopped growing and spreading. Um, I was pretty amazed to say the least. You know, it's it's not just the food that we eat, but it's also what's going on in the home. What chemicals are we putting on our body? What are we inhaling? What are we exposing ourselves to on a daily basis? So What is going on with these chemicals and how are they harmful to our health? So again, I'm just going to very briefly go over this, but um, the scents that we all love so much are made from actually a mix of artificial and synthetic chemicals known as VOCs, which are volatile organic compounds. So VOCs are a class of chemicals that are volatile. So that means that they're evaporating easily and they're organic compounds, meaning that they contain carbon atoms. 
Some common VOCs are acetone and gasoline, but there are tons of other chemicals in this class, including limonene, cinnamol, and van vanillin, just to name a few. Um, and VOCs hide in product labels under the word fragrance, which are usually made up of a that's a hard word to say, proprietary mix of chemicals, um, some of which are potentially harmful and cancer-causing. Um, and um, unfortunately, because these are proprietary mixtures of chemicals, manufacturers are not required to disclose the full list of ingredients in their fragrance. So you have really no idea. If, if something says um, fragrance, you really have no idea what's in there. We, we don't know. It's proprietary. They don't have to disclose and they don't disclose usually. So you, and you can find these scents in lip balms, which is really scary. I mean, that's, you might as well be eating it at that point if you're putting it on your lips. Um, perfumes, body sprays, lotion, and hair styling products, and cleaning products, laundry detergents, and air fresheners. And um, you know, with what you're putting on this on the skin, that's also really scary too, because your skin is extremely absorbent, and so you're absorbing all of these chemicals into your skin into your bloodstream. Um, and on the EPA's website, our government website, it is stated that VOCs are consistently higher indoors than outdoors, and that some of these chemicals have short-term um, short-term health effects like eye, nose, and throat irritation and headaches. Um, and those are just the short term. The long term effects are like damage to our major organs, our kidneys and our liver and our central nervous system. Some organics can cause cancer in animals and some are even suspected or known to cause cancer in humans. So this is this is on our government website, but yet they're still allowed into these chemicals are still allowed in the products that we bring into our homes. Um, the government's not looking out for us, you guys. You have to look out for ourselves. We have to take care of ourselves, do our own research, and make better choices. Um, and I, it made me think of this quote by Maya Angelou. I don't know if I said her name right, Angelou. Um, do the best you can until you know better. Then when you know better, do better. One of my favorite quotes. Um, do the best you can until you know better. Then when you know better, do better. According to the EPA's website, there are no federally enforceable standards set for VOCs in non-industrial settings. Where are non-industrial settings? That's in your home. There's no federally enforceable standards set for VOCs in your home. So it's truly, it's, it's on you, it's on me, it's on us to make sure that our homes are safe. So what can we do? Um, so you can replace what you currently use with cleaner options. And I'm not saying that you have to completely throw out and replace everything. I mean, you certainly can if you want to, but that can be really tough on the budget. So as you run out, you can replace with cleaner options. Um, so it, it can be kind of hard to, to sort through the, the greenwashing. Um, I love EWG. It's the Environmental Working Group. They have a skin deep database is what they call it. Um, and you can do a Google search for that. So EWG's Skin Deep Database. Um, and I love to use that for choosing what products are safe to use. And I love it because it gives it a rating and you can make an informed choice. It rates it from one to 10, uh, one being the least toxic, 10 being the most toxic. And it tells you exactly why too. Um, and what part of the body or organ system it might actually be affecting. Um, and it gets really confusing out there. But there's a lot of greenwashing. You you can look at a um, a bottle of a cleaning product or um, you know a, a 
body lotion or face face cream and it says clean and you're like, oh, well, that must be good. Well, not necessarily. Just because a product says that it's healthy or clean or has a green label doesn't mean that it's not toxic. You really have to look at the ingredients and, um, any, and again, maybe check it on that website. Um, so what exactly does need replacing? So anything, you know, like I said earlier that if it just says fragrance, you don't know what that is made out of anything with artificial scents. So, um, think candles, plug-in scents, cleaning products, laundry detergent, dish detergent, um, perfumes, makeup, um, and again, just check in the database and you can, you can, um, find cleaner options out there because it, it truly is really confusing. Um, and then as far as like candles go, um, this can be a little trickier. It's, it's hard to find a good smelling candle, um, for sure. But, um, but if you'd like to make your house smell like fall this time of year, um, you can, you can get, um, like a beeswax candle. I love beeswax candles and they can be kind of expensive to buy, but you can always, you can always make your own. You can buy beeswax. It's actually not that hard. You can make it in a little canning jar. Can Google a recipe for how to do that, but um, I love the beeswax candles because they give off this like really sweet honey smell. Um, you can also find like a coconut um, oil candle or a soy-based candle scented with essential oils that that can be a lot less toxic as well. Um, and you know, anytime you're releasing smoke into the environment, you are creating some some chemicals and some. Um, some pollution, indoor pollution inside of your house. So having a window open is great too. Um, but uh, another thing that you can do if you don't want to use candles is you can simmer a pot of like apple and orange slices, cinnamon sticks and cloves. Um, you can simmer that for the day. And I mean, that makes the house smell absolutely amazing. I also love um, an essential oil diffuser. And that kind of gets my, my needing to have the different seasonal scents fixed. So um, I'll get different essential oils um, to mist throughout the air for the day, kind of depending on, you know, what season it is. So I'm in the spring doing like a lavender lemon. Um, currently, I'm simmering, uh, not simmering, but I'm misting into the air um, cinnamon essential oil, clove, ginger, just because that's the time of year it is right now. And I love that. Um, so there really are, there are a lot of things that you can do, um, as far as sense goes naturally, um, without getting that, the extra toxins in your household. And then, you know, if your house is a little stinky or you don't like the way it smells truly, like just opening up the windows can make a really big difference. Um, and you know, find a warmer part of the day that you can open up the windows, maybe even just like five or 10 minutes of opening up a window. Another thing is if you have carpet, I like to do, um, sprinkle baking soda on the carpet or the rugs and then, uh, spray some essential oil spray, let it sit for about 10 minutes and then vacuum it up. And that can really freshen things up as well. Um, for cleaning products, I love using, um, vinegar and essential oils and water. You can use one part, um, water to one part vinegar and then whatever essential oils that you want. Um, that can be really great. Um, there's also a company that I love, not affiliated with it, but I love this company branch basics. You can get a cleaning solution. It's like a cleaning mix and it lasts a very long time, but that's a great one too. Um, I also love Norwex cleaning cloths, um, but that's pretty much what I use for cleaning and, um, and that I've noticed 
Um, I've noticed, like, I, I can actually, <laughs> I used to use, like, a Clorox-based or a bleach-based um, cleaner in the bathroom, and I had to have windows open and the fan on, and I still could feel it in my lungs and in my sinuses. And with this, I mean, you know, with the vinegar, it might smell a little bit like I'm making a salad, but <laughs> but at least I can I can handle being in the room without feeling like I'm going to die. Um, so those are really great um, options for for cleaning too. Um, and then as far as body products go, so this is where it gets a little bit more challenging because it can be really hard to find products that work as well as the conventional ones that we're used to. Um, so again, you know, this is where the Skin Deep database comes in handy. You can make an informed decision and the database even tells you what ingredients to watch out for and what areas of the body, what organ systems they might be affecting. So I try to look, um, as a good rule of thumb, I try to look for products with the least amount of ingredients. And I always, 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 always look up the ratings when buying something new. Um, for soaps, I like to use bar soap. And in fact, my oldest daughter just started making a shea butter-based soap, and they work wonderfully. She colors them with natural paint co um, plant colorings like turmeric and blue spirulina, and then uses essential oils for scents. And those have been fantastic. And um, those that she's, I mean, you can, you can do it with the lye if you want, but, um, those that she's using, it's actually just like a melt and pour. So, um, it's really, really easy to do if you ever wanted to make your own. Um, but, but chances are somebody in your area makes soaps and you can, you can look that up on Craigslist or Facebook marketplace or anything like that and see what you can find. Or, um, you know, bazaars or little local, local shops might sell something like that too. Um, and then for like face creams and balms and, and soap, face soap, stuff like that. Um, I've actually been making my own for years and I love, I love making my own face cream and, and balms. Um, so I do, and I've, in the last couple of years, um, I tend to have a little bit drier skin. So I do um, an oil wash at night. So I use jojoba oil and I just get it all over my face. And then I get a, a very, very warm, almost hot washcloth, and I um, just wipe the oil off my face. Um, and then I apply a homemade balm that I've made from shea butter and beeswax and essential oils. And that, I mean, that makes my face feel amazing, absolutely amazing. So that's that's really all that I use. Um, you can, and, and but that was through trial and error of a lot of different recipes. You know, we all have different skin types. Some people might not do well with jojoba oil. Some people might not do well with beeswax, but that's just what works really well for me. So you might have to kind of play around and see, you know, what works for you. Um, but again, you know, when you're looking at the, if you don't want to make your own, um, there's a company called Primally Pure and they have a, they have a great option for, they actually make theirs out of tallow, which is beef, beef fat. Sounds super weird, but um, it's amazing for your skin, full of wonderful vitamins and nutrients. And, um, and I would get that one if I didn't love making my own so much. That's, that's probably my favorite kind, but um, so moving on, um, let's talk a little bit about plastics. So, um, this is another area that is really important to, to take a look at when you're looking at cleaning up your, um, cleaning up your home. So, um, plastics in the house. So I'm talking about like eating on plastic plates, using plastic cups and straws, which, oh my goodness, we did when the kids were little. Um, and I, I wish that we wouldn't have, um, but we did and it happened and now I'm moving on and making better choices. But, um, you know, one thing I've been thinking about recently too, I was at a coffee shop the other day and, um, 
I ordered an iced coffee, and it, so it came in a plastic cup, and they put the hot, uh, the hot espresso into my plastic cup, like straight into the plastic cup. Usually, I feel like they do the ice first and then the hot coffee, but no, not this time. Just hot coffee in the plastic. Now, I think everybody knows at this point not to heat up plastic, but you know, maybe, maybe I don't know. Maybe they didn't, um, but I just I I still drink it, and I kind of wish I wouldn't have, but. Um, but even like, and then I, so I was doing a little bit of research and I didn't even think about this until, well, I was doing the research on it. But, um, so even like the hot coffee cup is lined in plastic. So, um, I think in my mind, I just thought it was lined in wax, but no, it's, it's actually lined in plastic. So, um, that hot coffee that you get in your paper coffee cup is actually lined in plastic. So you put your, your hot coffee in there, which breaks down the plastic a little bit faster. And then it just sits there in our cup and we drink it. We're drinking plastic. <laughs> we don't actually metabolize plastics very well. It's considered a foreign particle in our body and can even penetrate our cell membranes. It can get into our cells and it can cause inflammation. And even worse is that that synthetic chemical found in plastic and fragrances can mimic hormones and interfere with our endocrine system. And this is harmful to um, all of us, but especially harmful to our kids. Um, and, you know, it's, it's well known and accepted in the medical community that the age of onset of puberty is dropping steadily. So many studies have showed this to be the case for girls and new research published by the American Academy of Pediatrics has found the same even for boys. Um, so today the average age for puberty is, is 10 and a half. In 1860, the average age of the onset of puberty in girls was 16.6, six years difference. In 1920, it was 14 and a half. In 1950, it was 13. And now it's 10 and a half, um, for boys and for girls. And it is absolutely crazy how fast things are changing. A lot of the, the chemicals in the, in the sense and the body products have, um, hormone, mimic, hormone mimicking, um, uh, they, they can mimic hormones, um, and interfere with our endocrine system and the plastics. So, um, it's just, it's insane how fast things are changing and we have so much power to control our own environment. So as far as plastics, plastics go, what can we do? Um, so one of the best ways to avoid plastics is by cooking at home. So brew your coffee at home, or if you're going to go to a coffee shop, you know, bring your own container or our little local coffee shop. You can, you can go in. If I'm going in to sit, I, they have mugs. I can get my, my coffee in a mug instead of getting it in a paper cup or a, um, lined in plastic or a plastic, um, iced coffee. Um, if you are, if you're, if you're eating at home, um, just eat on regular plates throw out your plastic plates, throw out your plastic Tupperware too, especially if you're heating up that plastic Tupperware in the microwave, don't do that. Um, replace it with glassware. Um, and uh, like I said, I think like for the third or fourth time now, do not heat up plastic <laughs> or put hot liquids or food into plastic storage containers. That's very, very, very important. Um, so water bottles are another area where you can replace plastic stainless steel, um, water bottles are great and also last forever. You can also get glass water bottles. Um, although that's, that's playing a little dangerously. <laughs> I think I've definitely broken and I, I don't know about you guys, but I tend to drop 
things. Um, so plastic or glass water bottles are a little bit scary, but, um, I like the stainless ones personally. Um, and, and thinking about like lunch boxes, um, for the kids lunch boxes, I love planet box. And if you've been following my Instagram for any period of time, you'll see that this is what I use for my kids and for my own family. Um, they have held up for years at this point. They're a little bit spendy, but again, they have lasted forever. Um, and stainless steel lunch boxes in general, you don't have to get planet box, but, um, they are a favorite for sure. Um, and so, you know, as we wrap up, um, I know that this all can be a little bit overwhelming, um, but you don't have to start with everything. You don't have to change your cleaning products, your makeup, your hair products, your, um, plugins. Although I would actually change that one right away. Uh, just just take those out and throw them in the garbage and, you know, replace those because they're bad. Um, but laundry detergent, dish detergent, you don't have to change. As you run out of one thing, look up a better option. Look up a cleaner option. Um, even making a little change can make a big difference and take that burden off of your body from having to constantly detoxify from all of the chemicals and toxins that we're exposed to daily give your liver a break, give your body just a break from that. Um, so maybe set a goal for this week. Maybe your goal this week is just to open up your windows and get some fresh air in. Next week, what, what's the next thing that you can do? Um, you know, maybe your laundry detergent's running low. So do some research. Go to that EWG website. Um, see if you can find a cleaner laundry detergent that, that you're going to be okay with that works well for you. Um, then when you have those changes under your belt, look for the next thing and then the next and then the, and then the next. You don't have to do everything all at once. Um, this is an area that I am super passionate about too. So feel free to reach out to me on my Instagram or Facebook. Um, you can find me at the handle Jenna Huff NTP. Um, this is absolutely one of my favorite subjects, subjects to talk about and educate on. Um, and I just want to thank you all for tuning in and be sure to share this episode with anyone that you think might find it helpful. Have a great day.